boner. Did you just say boner? Oh, I did. I meant to say hello. Is that how we start oh. off now? We just say we, we sing boner to each other? Well, it's just something that I do. We can just try that out for a while. Boner. Boner. I just found out um, through one of the subreddits that I follow called Movie Details that yeah. uh, in the original Shrek movie, Lord Farquaad gets an erection when he looks at uh, the image of the princess in the mirror and he quickly covers up his erection. <laughs> well, like, it doesn't show his erection. Like, you see the blanket, like, move up and then he, like, gets embarrassed and grabs the blanket kind of pulls it more towards, oh, like, kind of like, oh. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. And I feel like for some reason that feels familiar, but I also don't think I ever knew that before. Oh, Disney has a long history of somehow sticking wieners in places that they shouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, probably the most famous was uh, the Little Mermaid VHS release tape, (laughs) which had just dicks all over it. It's just wonderful. Oh, I only remember the one prominent, like, throbbing dick on the front. It is a, Wait, bit, it is a big old wiener. Was Shrek Disney? Uh, Pixar, Or was right? it... I guess that's Disney Pixar. Know. I'm very honest, like, all of the animation studios are so good that I just sort of, I'm like, yeah, hey, whatever, you got it. They you definitely it. have different feels, though. Like, you can tell... Mm. When it's a different studio, not necessarily by quality, but you can feel and sense the differences in styles. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, remember when when Ants came out and then A Bug's Life <laughs> came out? Yeah, I was just talking about that with my coworker recently. And they're both good I, movies. Like, I'll watch them both. But it's just like, what? It's so funny how that happens. Like, and I've really read about it and, like, I understand sort of conceptually, like, why that's a recurring thing that happens in Hollywood, but it's like, it feels really stupid. But it's also kind of great, because then you get like two versions of the same idea, basically. Well, it's like that. Like, you ever seen the picture of the the family that they had to, like, they just threw on the air when Full House was really big, and it's just literally a, like, carbon copy of Full House. But they all just look like cheap knockoffs, like some, like the version that you would rent for, like, a kid's birthday party. Um... But yeah, it's just, they're just trying to cash in on idiots. It's like, oh, it's probably the same thing. My nephew likes this. I'll, 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 I'll get these people. It's the same thing. Yeah. Ugh. I got you your video game disc. What do you want? <laughs> um, oh, fucking Super Nintendo, not uh, a Sega Genesis. Uh, uh, <laughs> There's a fucking difference, Granny. Yeah, so I actually had a Sega Genesis and not a Super Nintendo, Mm -hmm. but I know that the more popular perception is to say it the way that I just said it now. (laughs) I was a... a, Well, my parents got us an Atari when we were really young. And then we we had Nintendos. And then we went from Nintendos into the... We went down the Microsoft path because my oldest brother knew more about any of this stuff. Okay, so so you went like Super Nintendo to Xbox? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, So I remember like my brother bringing home the Xbox on the day it came out. Hey, oh, Jess. Hello, neighbors. Um, That giant hamburger controller. 
It's a giant hamburger controller, and I remember him turning on Halo, and my mind being officially blown. <laughs> Did uh, you watch that uh, that video that I sent about the Xbox the other day? Uh, I don't remember. What was it about? Uh, Jog my memory. Basically, about how the Xbox is uh, the fall of Xbox. Oh, well, that probably makes sense. Yeah. I'm just like waiting it. for them to become, like... Here's your reminder. What? 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 Who's what? reminding who? It said, what would tooth? I don't... What? Here's your reminder. What would tooth? Uh, I don't... What would tooth? I don't even know what to say to that. Um, Okay. So I pressed the little button that I thought muted uh, that, <laughs> and that did not happen. That's usually how that works. So it's like, oh, it's okay. This is just a feel-good button to make you think that we're not listening to you. And tinfoil hat time again. Yeah. You're going really good at making those, though. By the way, this tinfoil hat thing, the, the new iOS uh, for Apple is really good at helping my tinfoilness. Yes. Because the amount of fucking apps that it's showing me that are using Bluetooth in the background to log my location are not. Yes. Yeah, and it's like, huh, it's been 33 times in the last two days. And you're like, wait, what? Like, what do you oh, need so my Bluetooth for, Chipotle? You don't need my Bluetooth. Suck it. Yeah. Apparently, um, during the like early beta releases, like when you upgraded to the beta and like opened your phone, basically like every Google app was like, "Oh, we need your Bluetooth permissions." Oh. <laughs> and, like, All yeah, at once. Yeah, pretty much. But I didn't actually participate in the beta because after breaking my Apple Watch, that, <laughs> did I did it twice or just once. I think twice. twice. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like twice because I was really hoping they would uh, give me a new one, but they did not. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, I feel like the, the just straight up 13.0 uh, update was basically a beta. <laughs> yeah, probably yeah. one of those situations where they're like, uh, we told people we were going to release it on the state. And they're like, we probably shouldn't. And they're like, yeah, but we're gonna. But we can. We so, can yeah, we're doing it. Well, Although, like, their whole cadence is really weird. Like, the, uh, like when 13.1 came out was when they released the update for um it's what iPad OS now because it's not just iOS it's iPad OS iPad OS <laughs> Did you just shudder at the idea of iPad OS I just shuddered at like trying to keep up with all this stuff cuz like I used to be able to do it and I would like read the fucking blog post and know what was going to happen like before it was going to happen and I would like and I could keep up like I had the mental energy to do that and yeah, and I'm just like well I kind of need you to keep doing that because I use you as my filter because because <laughs> then I don't have to read it and you deduce it down for me and tell me all the reasons why I should do it And but you know in fairness this time I broke my rule of usually waiting like a week or two weeks um because of all the goodies that they had packed in there. 
And uh, yeah. I, I honestly, <laughs> I didn't have any of the issues that you and Brock had, so I can't really complain. And I haven't looked back because swipe and dark mode and all that stuff are wonderful. Yeah. Well, to be fair, both Brock and I have had like fucked up corruption with our Apple IDs for like ever. And that's wonderful. the thing too. Like, it's not, it's not even really their operating system. It's their like. They're, I don't know. Like, I, honestly, I couldn't even fucking really speculate. Like, <laughs> but something about like how they keep track of shit makes it possible for shit to not get kept track of popular or correctly. This is I the remember... first. Oh, I was just gonna say this is the first iOS in a while that I felt like I was like, ooh, this almost has the feel of a new phone to it because they dramatically changed kind of some big chunks. Um, and I, I I haven't run into anything I hate yet. <sighs> David, you sound like you have ran into shit you hate. So, uh, 3D touch. Do you use that at all? Is that the like touch sensitive touch where you the more hard you push, that kind yeah. of thing? Is that what you're talking about? So, it's never really worked for me in the way that I think it's supposed to work. Like whenever I need it to work. I'm like pushing harder and harder on my phone and it never does what it, it's supposed to do. And then well, when I don't need it to work, I'm like trying to just like copy and paste something. And it's like, Oh, you need to 3d touch. It. Ooh. It's like, no God. Mm, fuck. Well, the whole text selection before was kind of a shit show nightmare anyway. Mm. Um, but for reference, you can change the sensitivity that it like, receives the pressure on. David Apple needs to tell me what I want. God, yeah. You know well, that. see, that's what they've done, and they've determined that nobody wants this anymore. Even though it's like it's a truly unique thing that only their phones had, and I really like it a lot, particularly in the context of being able to like preview things, like kind of peek and take a look at that. Yeah. And they don't have it on the new phones, and I didn't think about that until after I ordered a new phone, and. I miss it a lot. They've changed like the behavior of it now so that like when you do eventually upgrade to a new phone that doesn't have it anymore, you won't miss it because you'll be so used to Oh, that'll be five, ten years from now. You know me. I'll use this thing until it's basically a chalkboard in comparison. Yeah. But like I don't know. Other than that, like uh, I'm pretty happy with everything. The cameras on this phone are fucking insane. They're really cool. Yeah. Have you taken like a 3D image of your erection yet? No. Oh. Well, then I think you're not using it the way they intended. You did sound just so disappointed. Yeah, that's actually how they're going to have you uh, log in from now on. You, <laughs> you have to take a 3D scanned picture of your penis. <laughs> it's not face ID, it's dick ID. <laughs> well, it's hard to fake dick ID. <laughs> and you have to take you have to take like uh a, you know how you have to like scan your face for face id you have to scan your dick in like multiple lightings and like different hardnesses humidity yeah. and like super cold in the winter <laughs> so many variations <laughs> but it, it's oh. the most safe that it can be david yeah <laughs> I think I think this is an idea that we should like trademark. Like, this is the future. We're, we just try and trademark it. 
and Apple comes and shuts us down, and they're like, bro, we've had that for years. I just really want this to end with them being like, look, we tried this. There's like, I don't know, like six dicks in the world, realistically. Like, they all look the same. I'm sorry. You know what? You know what? This is the... Guys, I think I solved how to fix people being on their phone all the time. If the only way that you could open your phone was to take a picture (laughs) of your dick, like, in public, I mean, we just solved it right there, guys. True. Actually, no. It'll just end up with all of everybody having to see lots of dicks. I feel like all of the women in our audience are like, what are you guys talking about? This is exactly how the world is already. You fucking sick bastards. Well, it's... It's not exactly the same, David, because all of a sudden you'd be like having a conversation with like, you know, a pastor and he'd be like, oh, hold on. I got to take this text message. Zunzip. I'm getting an erection now. Oh, I thought we all were. So something was going well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Can we talk about something a little bit? It's so weird that we don't have more listeners. Uh, can we talk about something less dick related? Um, can we talk about something a little dark? Oh yeah, sure. So, like pit bulls raping each other. Like, how dark are we gonna get? <gasps> I have a pibble. My, and my and my pibble. I actually had to take the day off work today because he's having trouble going upstairs, so I had to carry him up. Yeah, he got he's shitting all over the place. Too. Oh, maybe Metamucil, bro. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. That's probably what happened. He probably got into the Metamucil. Oh, dude, you can't. Don't knock Metamucil. No. Metamucil saves lives, bro. I'm not knocking dude, it. I'm just picturing, absolutely picturing him being like, "What's this?" Yeah, but it's it would be fine. Like it's not a like mm. laxative. No, it's, no. It's like a magic powder. It has, it has fiber and a little bit of a gelling agent, so it kind of. Let's your poop slide right through your body while also cleaning you out in a not so nasty knit way. Excellent. Man, Metamucil, if you ever want to get an advertisement, how much better can you get than that? <clears throat> yeah. Um, like no, I, I, want, I wanted to talk about this because we I had said, like, oh, don't let me forget about this. And then I started rereading up on it again this week. The Euthanasia Coaster. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so had you guys ever heard about that when I when I told you about that? Oh yeah, of course. Because I used to play roller coaster tycoon all the time. <laughs> oh my god! And that came up on there. Well, I mean, I, I built my own, and then I learned it was a thing, and then I was like, "Oh Jesus!" Yeah, so uh, I read up on it, and um, it was by this Lith- Lithuanian artist. I'm gonna butcher his name, Julia John Julia Jonas Urbanos. <laughs> But anyway, well, it's, uh, it's tough. Um, but basically, uh, yeah, it, he he used to work at an amusement park, which is kind of scary. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, uh, but when you think about it, the, this guy was like a PhD, and uh, he was genius. But he also worked at amusement parks, and he came up with a way for people to die. <laughs> That's a little scary. Oh. But this guy, uh, he wanted, in his words, um, he wanted to develop a concept for a roller coaster to take lives with, quote, elegance and euphoria. Um, as, a, as for the practical application of his design, he mentioned euthanasia or execution. 
Um, basically, uh, it's inspired by the ultimate roller coasters, uh, the one that sends out 24 people and they all come back dead. Wonderful. So there's a picture of the, of like how it would work. And it's just like this giant steep incline that you'd be like brought up like with a cable, like any other one. Right. And then you go fall down that. And then there's these concentric seven circles that get smaller and smaller and smaller. And that's to maintain um, these required 10 G's uh, to essentially asphyxiate your brain um, while you're losing steam. But like to understand the scale of this thing, the, the biggest roller coaster, this, by the way, would qualify as what's called a strata roller coaster. <laughs> um, can you guys guess what the tallest roller coaster right now is? Uh, 578 feet. It's actually pretty close. It's right around 500 feet. Shit. Um, Saw Japan have been can, you guess, can you guess how many feet this guy's planned, uh, you know, euthanasia coaster is? 1,300? 1,600 feet. Oh, holy fuck. It would take two minutes to get to the top. Here, here we go. Um, steep angled lift, 510 meters or 1,670 feet. 0.317 miles to the top, which would take about two minutes for the 24 passenger train to reach. Any passengers that wish to get off could do so then. From there, a 500 meter, 1600 foot drop would take them uh, and the train to 360 kilometers an hour or 220 miles per hour, close to its terminal velocity before flattening out and speeding into the first of seven slightly clothoid inversions. <laughs> Does that mean uh, that they're not fully circular and that they're uh, narrower than the sides? Uh, I can look that up, I guess. It's not that important, never mind. <laughs> um, each inversion would have a smaller diameter uh, than the one before it in order to maintain the lethal 10 G's to the passenger while the train loses speed. After a sharp right-hand turn, the train would enter to a straight where unloading of corpses and loading of new passengers could take place. Um, so, anyways, the way it works, the euthanasia coaster would kill its passengers through prolonged cerebral hypoxia or insufficient supply of oxygen to the brain. The ride's seven inversions would inflict 10 Gs on the passengers for 60 seconds, causing a G-force-related symptom starting with graying out through tunnel vision to blackout, and eventually G-lock, which is called a G-force-induced loss of consciousness. Subsequent inversions or others, or sorry, or another run on the coaster would serve as insurance against unintentional survival of passengers. So they would just keep looping you around a few times to make sure but yeah uh it was it was put out as an exhibit uh at some science gallery in dublin in 2011 but uh pretty crazy when you think about it but then here's the thing i've thought about this for a little while and it's like is it that crazy is it any crazier than strapping somebody to a fucking chair and injecting them with a bunch of poison that we don't know what it is <laughs> Yeah, you know, like the the three ingredients in the lethal injection mix. I thought are we like oh, I was gonna say I thought we don't know anymore because they're trying to like hide that shit because they don't want anybody to know who's making it so they can get that stuff. It's all fucked up. 
I mean, like, doctors don't make it because the whole, like, do no harm thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I forget exactly how it works, but it basically, like, the main strong ingredient that's helpful for everyone involved, except for the recipient, is the one that basically makes you catatonic. So it looks like a peaceful, nice death, but really it feels like your inside's burning and, <sighs> and then you die in the most painful way you could probably imagine while not being able to move at all. Yeah, I mean, and like, you, I don't terrifying. think it's just that too. It's It's the whole system of it, of, you know, let's say you're declared that you're going to be yeah, you know, on death row now. Well, now you have decades of appeals and sitting on death row, not knowing what's going to happen to you, and shit like that before you even get into that room. So that's part of the fucked up torture aspect of it in my mind too. Um, You're basically living your pre-death every day, like well, like if you knew you were going to die and had that like anxiety. You're basically living through that feeling, like consistently. We talked about it on the podcast here before. I think there was a specific condition that we talked about where this guy. <clears throat> it's it's a condition where when people know they're going to be murdered, like the, when they're going to be killed, like executed, they they go into this state that's just insanity. Uh, and one of them that was on this article that we had talked about was uh, this guy mm-hmm. that he was like a ship captain way back when. And uh, they determined that they were going to kill him the next day. And he basically lost his fucking mind overnight. And by the time in the morning when they decided they weren't going to kill him, he just lost his shit and basically spent the rest of his life in an institution. Um, Yeah. But, you mean, when you think about it, it's like, yeah, it's not that crazy. I mean, think about this thing probably wouldn't cost that much to build. It probably cost more more for like one person's appeal process and taxpayer dollars than it would to just build this roller coaster and take out 24 people at once <laughs> it's so weird because like i mean despite any qualms as far as like should or shouldn't like uh more so i just keep thinking like how terrified i would be of this stupid roller coaster and i'm like even knowing it would probably be more humane like i'm using myself as yeah. an example just like, I still feel like I'd be more afraid of that stupid roller coaster. But at least you'd know that it wouldn't be painful. You would just black out. Yeah. And that would be that. I mean, you just gently kind of just pass out and then done. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like like That's what David's describing, that and people like watching and like, what yeah. the fuck? And I'm not by this whole conversation condoning lethal injection or any of that shit i just i thought this this thing was really interesting because the guy is obviously making a political statement by producing this um but he also makes a really good point like you you look at it and you go oh it's disgusting and crazy and you're like well what we do right now is kind of disgusting and crazy so hmm <laughs> yeah so what's really great about the um the clothoid inversions oh you looked it up yeah, so I was curious. Did I, it was kind of what I remember. Did we pronounce it right, or are we making that up too? Uh, that part we got right. I was a little bit off in my remembering of how that works exactly because it's a little bit more complicated and involves a lot of geometry. Uh-huh. Uh, but essentially, um, a Euler spiral, spiral is a curve whose curvature changes linearly with its curved length. 
Um, so you see these a lot in like uh, like train tracks and that kind of application um, like also kind of like when you're like trying to follow like a racing line like driving on a long track okay and you want to like hit that line it's kind of a basically um, doing a shit job trying to summarize it but it's essentially uh, <laughs> if you think about like if you're on a train right and you're riding along the train tracks and the train needs to turn if you just jerk turn right without any kind of like gradients to that curve uh, that puts a lot of mechanical stress on the train on the tracks on the bodies involved right whereas if you uh, you know change that curvature along with the curved length uh, it makes it smooth and pretty I assume I think it's pretty similar to like uh like interstate yeah interstate like on ramps and that kind of thing. Our interstates don't get me started on interstates, buddy. <clears throat> I'll go into yeah. a whole lesson about how you know our interstates were developed to land airplanes during war era, and then I'll get really lost in in highway hypnosis and how that's affected our our people driving and all that stuff. Yeah, I can't wait for self driving cars. Mm. Also, I know. Oh God, I found this video on YouTube. Um, it's just a few cars driving, and it's literally all it is. But it's like pretty much porn to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, it was there were I think two Nissan Skyline GTRs, an older Evo Eight, a newer Evo Ten. And a fucking super beautiful Mazda RX-7. Can we not talk about cars? <laughs> uh, I just miss driving. I miss driving so much. Yeah, I don't. Because here's what happened to me. I, I've had, like, <laughs> yeah. I've had, you know, Volkswagens and Mini Coopers and things that it's just like, if anything happens, it costs a ton. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm done with that shit. I'm going to get the cheapest base model manual transmission Korean car I can get. And uh, so I love my Kia Soul. But uh, here's what happened. Apparently, the brakes uh, in the brake calipers in the back, they do two things. They're kind of fancy. They, uh, they not only provide the braking when you press on the pedal, but they also have a mechanical aspect to them that also become the parking brake. And the way that this caliper works, um, David, you know how like um, regularly you pump fluid into a caliper and it pushes a piston out to close around your rotor? Yeah. In these, there's actually a mechanism inside of it that spins and kind of ratchets it out as it's going. And um, that mechanism froze into place on one side. So it would, it was not retracting back. So one side was completely clamped down onto my rotor. The other side had failed open and it basically had like allowed everything to just rust to no end. Um, so my front brakes, uh, presumably for, you know, a few weeks have been doing all of the work. Um, so yeah, uh, so that, that wonderful trip cost me new brakes new brake pads new rotors new calipers on the back 
And because they're so special, it cost me $842. So that's what I did today. <laughs> so they were just the back breaks? Yeah, two times yeah, four it was just the, the uh, back. You could have just fucking, I don't know, crimped off the back brake lines and just used the front brakes for the rest of the duration of the car's life. That's uh, what I would have done. Don't think that there wasn't a time where I thought about doing that. <laughs> I um, feel like... I feel like there's a weird thing where, like, the younger I got, I would do shit like that without thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And then I got, like, older, and I would be like, ah, perhaps I should be more responsible. And then, like, now I'm getting older, and I'm just, like, er? older-er, and I'm just like, fuck it. Like, are you kidding me? $800 for Kia brakes? No, just clint those lines off. You don't need those. The back brakes do, like, 15 20% of the work anyway. Useless. <laughs> So I essentially... Who cares about winter weather? The biggest problem here was the uh, as soon as the guy had opened it up, they were so... The one that had been clamped down on that was really fucked up was so screwed up that basically they can give you that order where you can't put it back on the road until you get it fixed. Oh! So, there I was. That sucks. Yeah, I was like, "Is this something we can step into? Like, I can replace the, <laughs> I can replace just the calipers, and then we'll come back and do the rotors next in like ten days." And he's like, "Nah," he's like, "the the one is so out of spec that we can't even let you drive on. I can't put it back on." It's like, "Fuck!" But uh, hey, buddy, I've got great brakes now. <laughs> Well, yeah. Did you practice it? I did. Did you just like go around and, and sit, stop it all? Well, the and you know, like I was waiting for that paycheck so that I could pay for it, and uh, yeah. and basically, you know, so I was like barely trying to use the brakes ever, and like I was making Liz drive me everywhere unless I like absolutely had to drive like myself to work or something because it, it sounded mm-hmm. awful, and um. Uh, so now, like, now that I have the brakes, like, I've been trained like a rat to be terrified of touching the brakes. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm, like, barely using the brakes still, and every time I am, I, I swear that I hear a sound, and I'm not hearing any sounds, so I'm, like, losing my fucking mind. Uh. Uh, it's like, well, what's that Edgar Allan Poe one where he murders somebody, and the Telltale Heart, he, mur- Telltale heart, where yeah. he keeps hearing the, the fucking heartbeat, but it's really just, like, his heart beating. I did uh, get fucked with by <clears throat> NPR. So if you hear me out there, NPR, I love you guys. But fucking goddamn it, get your shit correct. There was the sound happening after I got my car fixed, and I, it was a repetitive sound. So I was like, "Oh, here we fucking go." Uh oh, I think David might have gotten lost. Oh, poor David. Well, he'll he'll join us. Yeah. Sorry. Continue though. But I so I kept hearing this sound. Uh, right after I picked up my car, and I was like, "Well, we're gonna have to go back." And then I just happened to turn the radio off, and it turned out that there was duplicate this... David. Oh, oh uh, God! David, wait, David, David. Oh, damn it! Can you still hear me? Oh yeah, wait, what? Cool. Oh my God, it worked! It says you're not even here now. Oh, I'm a ghost. Well, last time you were a ghost, it still worked out, so we're gonna have high hopes. Um, can I just say, the one time that I actually wanted you to say something when you were echoing was I wanted you to say, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Oh, I'm really disappointed that I, uh, that I didn't do that. 
it's okay. One dollar down. <laughs> Where you always get a free zero percent APR. <laughs> oh my god! Did you just talk about downers? Yes, <laughs> I did. Oh, uh, nobody, nobody in uh, in you know like Lithuania is gonna know Anywhere what we're talking else. about, but. How how would you no, describe just, that? Just a little it was bit. Like the cheapest. It's like somebody knew somebody that had a camera that could make what they said were commercials, and so they kept making them. And their whole spiel was they would break things on camera, and then they would say, "You always get a free onion." Yeah. yeah, and they would like legit give you a free onion, right? I'm oh sure. yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody I had talked to oh, had really? been there, and they do give you a free onion. So awesome! That is just something. I love shit like that that just like doesn't make any goddamn sense, but hey, it works because it's so fucking weird. Well, it's like that. It's like that mattress store guy that he like. Well, I hear a cat. Yeah, I know. I did too. It's oh. me. Oh. oh um, it's like the, there was a story about this mattress guy that he, like, had one of the, you know those, like, itty-bitty mattresses that they make so that you can, like, take them to trade shows and, like, show, you know, what it looks like on the inside and all the different layers and stuff? He just started ordering a bunch of them uh, from his supplier because he was selling them as dog beds. And, like, people were coming in and buying the mattresses and seeing those. Like, oh, my God, I can get one for my dog or my... It's like the genius just started ordering a bunch of these sample ones and just started selling them as dog beds. It's like, That's all so right, great. smart motherfucker right there. <sighs> David. Oh, Chris, you... you have what? AT&T, right? Uh, yeah. How do you feel about T-Mobile as a concept, hypothetically? Um, I, I, you know, the most of the reason that I have at t at this point is to just give them shit about my grandfather didn't unlimited data, right? Yeah. But also at t sucks. It does, but not as bad as like, oh my God, US Cellular. I used to be on US Cellular. Brock. Oh. Shout out to Brock. Oh, God, had yeah. that it was awful. Shit, actually, Brock yeah, can't hear us because bad. his US Cellular is shitty. I love Brock. He has like the best equipment, the best car, and then the shittiest cell phone service. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. I feel like it's extra funny because like he he needs contact mm-hmm. with people. Like so I I know he must work like mostly or I know he works a lot from home, but he must like do a lot of his actual contact from home too but he like, said before that the part of the reason he has us cellular is it's the only service that he can get inside the place that he works at the, at the uh family studio mm-hmm. so, so apparently weird. that is the only one that works i super don't believe that's true. The, the only tower the t-mobile has left or sorry uh that us cellular has left is like probably on top of the building that brock and yeah brock works in i uh, <laughs> Uh, when I first started working up here in Chicago, there was a Verizon tower right outside my office window. <laughs> oh man, uh, it was like insane. We, uh, you ever get like into new TV shows just because you happen to be like I don't know, like folding laundry? You turn something on and it's like a, it's like a binge watch session, and they just have the thing on all day long. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
when uh, when uh, one of my friends from college and I, we were working on our thesis together in college. Everybody else was on spring break. We were not because we were working on a thesis, and we were just taking a break one day, and so I flipped on the TV, and it was like one of those shows where the guy is a Mormon, and he's got like fucking 40 kids, you know? Oh my god, and I'm yeah. I'm sitting there just the whole time just astounded by the show. Like, I can't look away because it's so ridiculous, yeah. but I'm I go, Drew, how the fuck does this guy even have money to afford this many people? And they showed what it was. He, I mean, among other things, like he had like businesses and stuff, like small businesses. And then they're also very frugal. But Mm -hmm. turns out the way that he makes most of his money is he just happened to have a really nice piece of property that just correlated really well with a cell phone tower. And so he like there's a there's a shot of him like standing there on the property where the tower's at and he's like, Yep, cell phone service is real good. And it's like, I bet it is, asshole. But uh, that makes sense. Dude, that's just a sweet gig right there. Like you just got this piece of like speculation property that you don't even give a shit about, that there's nothing on it, and all you're doing is paying property tax, and all of a sudden fucking AT&T or somebody comes up, they're like, Hey bro. We'll pay you a shitload of money every year to lease this property. Sounds uh, good. Just keep the graphic so the homeowners association doesn't get on the Oh mess. my my pristine swamp? Ah, oh, damn. Okay, I guess. <laughs> I'm just gonna have to trade that in for a really nice yacht. Shit. I mean grandma really loved this uh <laughs> rock. Gra- grandma <laughs> loved the swamp where the deers go to die. Just smells like corpses, which always reminded me of my childhood. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's God damn it! Why can't I own something like that? I did watch. I think I told you guys about how I I went and got a a library card, and how I I well I did it because I wanted to get these these yeah. two movies of this guy that like spent thirty years up in Alaska by himself. He made his own cabin and he retired when he was like 50 and went up there and just made a cabin and lived in the woods. And uh, I've always wanted to do that. But uh, so, yeah, I, I totally started like just for shits and giggles. Like, eh, I wonder how much property in Alaska is. Like, Let's just see. <laughs> Dude, that, it is expensive as fuck up there. I was like, how, how do you even make sense of that? Like, you can't even get a gallon of milk without going fucking like 10 hours into town. And you want a million dollars for that property? Come on, bro. No. Nope. Wait, hang on. Was Brock saying that he needed the cell coverage in, inside? I don't, I don't think that's the only reason. I just remember him saying that that was one of the things that is good, is useful. Because we were giving him a hard time about U.S. Cellular. And he's like, well, it's the only one that gets service in wherever. I think it was the, the family uh, uh, wedding place that they have. Okay. I mean, shit, I couldn't get any wedding, or I couldn't get any reception at Danny Bot's wedding, and that was half outdoors. I was like, what the fuck, where are we? Goddamn cornfield filled with lead. Shit. Yeah, so, uh, did I tell you about the screenshot that I took on my phone on the way from Washington to downtown Peoria when I was super hammered? Oh, God. Hang on, sorry, I gotta interrupt you guys for one second to say that I have to hop off, and then... 
I will hop back on. I just have to use the washroom. Oh, you could have just <laughs> done that. And we and, wouldn't have even yeah. thought about well, it, but sure. Well, you can't mute. Oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. Well, I mean, like, well. you could have just dropped off and then popped back on. Uh, yeah, but now we know you're pooping. Yeah. So now, no. now we're going to speculate about your poop, and the longer it takes, the more we'll think that you need Metamucil. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be back in 20 minutes. Just. Because then I'll find. All right, we'll bring the bring the business insider and let us know what we need to buy stocks in. Okay. okay. Yeah. So basically, um, I, I feel like that whole like drunken evening was like me, like setting up a lot of like <laughs> like puzzles and mysteries for myself because I don't remember a lot of things. Um, oh, were you there? Was it just me? Oh shit, it's just me. Now I'm talking to myself. I am the ghost. But this audio will still be here. If you hear this, I'll fucking find you. So, that was interesting. This is just the way of things. When you turn into a ghost and you're no longer on there, and then Jessica bails, it can't just be me, so it closes out the whole thing. You know, it's funny, it doesn't close out the whole thing, and you might have a little special audio at the end of that. Again? It did it again? Yeah, but this time I, like, I didn't recognize it at first, because I was just, like, blah, 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 talking about self-service. And then I was like, oh, wait, it's just me. (laughs) Oh. Oh. All right, bonus material. Yay! Last time you sang, it was wonderful. Yeah, that was just sort of, like, a natural <laughs> David response to the situation of like, oh, what's happening? <laughs> um, oh, but anyway, the screenshot that I took was yeah. just of, uh, I like, <laughs> I had two bars of like 3G service. <laughs> and I was just like, what the fuck is this? Are you kidding me? In Peoria, I of I, course. Like, yeah, I guess I like distastefully was just uh, sad about that. Were you that person that went back to your hometown and just talked shit about it the whole time? No, no. I I really try to avoid doing that as much as Peoria is a shithole. Yeah. Um, like, it's a shithole that I know and I feel comfortable in. Although, I did yeah. realize that, like, it's not my home anymore. Like, I don't feel the same way there that I used to. Liz and I have talked about that a bunch of times. Like, we have gone beyond the point of, like, missing that place. We don't really miss it. We miss the people. And, like, when we are in Peoria, we are only thinking about, like, our bed and our Netflix and our dogs and stuff back at home. So it's like... (laughs) Yeah. I I like how I finished your burp for you. Thank you. Uh, Um, So, anyway, this... T-Mobile thing, they're doing like a test drive where you get a free 30-day trial and they'll fucking ship you a little like LTE Wi-Fi hotspot thing. Okay. And you get to keep it and you get either 30 days of service or 30 gigs. Wow. Oh, wow. I don't... They say that the device is like sim locked to their services but I want to try to see if I can get it to work with uh, other services basically 
And I'm also curious about uh, T-Mobile's data speeds around y'all. Around y'all? Um... Uh, that's my so I play I played like oh. a lot of Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> oh recently. yeah, because my uh, my old college buddy was was online one of the days that you had to do something or I can't remember, but <clears throat> I just hit up <clears throat> my buddy and said like, "Hey man, you want what game do we have that we both have? Oh yeah, we both have Red Dead Redemption. Neither one of us had tried the online." Red Dead Redemption, and so we did that, and it ended up with us laughing so fucking hard. I thought I was gonna like break a rib or throw up. Nice. So yeah, long story short, um, I have a male horse named Katy Perry. Um, <laughs> my my online character's name is Butter Johnson, and uh, he's shirtless and really hairy and disgusting, and. Uh, we started a, a gang called the Belly Button Gang. And it's basically just mm-hmm. wonderful in every single way. The only problem I have with it is it really shows the true colors of, like, Rockstar and, like, them taking advantage of the, you know, the microtransaction. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, in the game story mode, so let's say uh, a rifle costs $100. In online mode, it's $1,000, and oh, by the way, your earnings are like a tenth of what it used to be. So something that you would turn in and sell for dollars are now pennies. And so, like, you know that they're just trying to get you to, like, spend a bunch of money so that you can just level up faster. But you, like, I was like, no, we'll we'll just play for a little while. That way I don't have to, like, okay bounty hunting is a thing in the game they make you buy a bounty hunting license and that thing costs Ooh. like I, I'm just making it up here but I, like let's say it's like 10 gold bars well how many gold, bar, gar, gold bars do they start you off with? Zero after hours of gameplay with my friend how many gold bars did I have? like .12 gold bars <laughs> oh really? And it's like so it's like okay I get what you're doing you fucking assholes like, you're making it to where legally, yes, someone could eventually make enough money to get to where they can even play the game, but you want people to be so goddamn frustrated that they just pull out their credit card. Sons of bitches. Yeah, I've tried... Actually, I think I've managed to avoid spending any money on GTA Online, mm. but I don't really like play it that much because it, it's just sad. Oh, man. I'm, I actually kind of miss that game. But, like, I would always end up... What was the guy that had no hair and he was totally insane? Oh, uh, like Vinny or something? No, what is it? I have no idea. Oh, oh, Trevor? Trevor. All I ever wanted in that game was to just, like, be the character of Trevor and I would go out and find the biggest pickup truck I could steal and I would just drive that thing around being a total dick. And I wasted plenty of hours doing that. That was great. Nice. Trevor was the shit. Trevor's my spirit animal, kind of. <laughs> uh, Bill Hicks is my spirit animal, I'm pretty sure. Oh, man. Yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that. I think my real spirit animal is just some crotchety old crazy person sitting out in the woods swearing at things that aren't there. That's probably my real spirit animal. 
Well, hey, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Wandering around looking for roots and vegetables and muttering about the economy to myself. That's what, yeah. That'll be what I, someday I'll retire and I'll just be some crazy old person in the woods. Mm. Oh, David's typing. Yeah, I'm trying on my little T-Mobile connection thing. Man, talking to Metamucil, I just, my stomach is going, hey, Chris, remember those enchiladas you ate earlier? Oh. <laughs> hey! Uh, what's up? How was your poop? Uh, well, I got tea. Or by tea, I mean, I reheated uh, coffee and tea from earlier. And my cat okay. hung out, hung out with me. Okay. So. Okay. My cats hang out with me while I poop. Yeah. Uh, I have, I, I have one of them that will push on the door over and over and just be like, "Bro, yeah. thump 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 thump, let me in. Come on, thump 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 thump." Yeah. And all she, all she wants to do is just stand there and watch you poop and just kind of rub rub her face against your leg. Does she get on your lap? If she can. But mm-hmm. usually that involves her all of her claws, and then there's blood involved. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I know. I, I usually tend to, before she gets to that point, I just pick her up and put her on me. But yeah. she also is really, really bad about doing that, like, that, like, muffin biscuit thing, but with her claws. <laughs> and so sometimes, even when she doesn't need to hold on to anything, she'll just dig her claws into me. I think it's yeah. just she's, like, a sadomasochist or something like that. <laughs> Um, so Bellatrix, like, is determined, like, she is... Alright, hang on, before we get into the past, Chris, I have a question for you. I just signed into my Red Dead Online account, and it says that Rockstar has adjusted your account by uh, RDO, which I'm assuming is the currency, uh, $456 as part of an account reconciliation. What? And I've been reimbursed one gold bars <laughs> for spending on horse mane and tail customization. Okay. It might have that... something to do with Grand Theft Auto because I remember when I pre-ordered and I'm 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 not usually one to pre-order, but I knew that I was gonna buy this game no matter what because I freaking love the Red Dead Redemption series. Um when I pre-ordered it, they gave me like five hundred like bucks for um Grand Theft Auto, but I didn't have it at the time, so it was like, man, eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Weird. There was some promotion with uh, like Twitch Prime, like, like if you have Amazon Prime, you hook it up to your Twitch account, and then you get like free shit every so often. So um, you have you have Red Dead Red Dead also. Yeah. Well, shit, man, we I, should posse up. I don't know how anything works online. I only went through the tutorial enough to get to the point where I could be eligible to get like these bonus things or whatever. Wait, so you got through all the shit and you got your horse and you did all that bullshit and you now you're to the point where you can just do whatever you want? I think so, yeah. Well, then fucking posse up, bro. Take your shirt what? off and join the belly button, Quillan, man. I'm pretty sure my character is female. Can I still take a shirt off? Sure. I don't know how this works. I'm totally fine mm-hmm. with that. Man. Jessica has no idea what we're talking about with the belly button clan, but don't worry. You, can, the you, you can listen back through when the podcast airs. It's fine. Okay, yeah. pretty good. Oh, I have like a fucking... What kind of hat is that? It looks like a <laughs> raccoon or something. You got fancy like shit, bro. One? 
God, you're gonna, you're, you haven't even played. You're going to come in there with fancier shit than me and my buddy have. It's going to be awesome. I doubt it. It says that I've completed 0% of the story mission. <laughs> and uh, I have zero awards. We uh, we went around yeah. just tr- just stealing people's hats for a while. That was pretty funny. Um, oh, that's my fantastic. Hat. We found one guy that looked like Colonel Sanders, and we just kept... kept stealing his hat he kept responding and trying to kill us and so there's a picture that my buddy took somewhere where it's just like both of us wearing colonel sanders hats over colonel sanders dead body it's That's wonderful fantastic yeah where's my fucking horse <laughs> what's your horse's name bro if, I don't know. that's why it's not there you don't even know his name why should he stick around for you just whistle bro i don't remember how to do that it's uh, up on the D-pad. Uh, got nothing. <laughs> I have you, a horse. Do you not have a horse? Did your horse die? Uh, that sounds familiar. That might have been a thing. <laughs> do you like that? Maybe you played long enough just until it got all fucky. And you got your, your horse killed and you were like, that's it. I'm quitting the game. Oh, wait. I do have a horse. How do I do it? Uh, how do you get on the horse? You press Y. Oh. I was just looking at my stables in the menu. I didn't actually find it. Oh. <laughs> that also probably doesn't help you much. Uh, oh. Oh, somebody killed me. <laughs> what? Already? Press charges. There was a feud that Feud is like it it challenges them and you like fight for a certain amount of minutes and whoever wins gets like points and shit. Oh, shit. I don't even remember how to get my goddamn gun out. Oh, boy. Uh, You pull the left trigger to uh, aim and that uh, draws your gun. Oh, okay. Awesome. Uh, Here's some dude with a pistol. So one of the things that my buddy and I found was quite entertaining is we would just go into a bar and just get absolutely obliterated drunk and start a fight in the middle of the bar. <laughs> and he has a video, uh, a screen cap video of it. And it's just like me just, or my character is just like obliterated trying to walk around. And I just start punching this old man and he tries to run out of the bar and I tackle him into somebody. And my buddy <laughs> runs up and just jacks some hooker in the face. <laughs> and it's in the whole bar clears out with a bunch of people trying to pile on top of us. It's wonderful. I uh, love this game. Yeah, that actually sounds like fun. Like, <laughs> totally is. You got to posse up with us at some point. It, it's great time. Oh, there's my horse. Where the fuck did he come from? What's your horse's name? Look at it and uh, tell us uh, what his name is. His name is Profanity. <laughs> <laughs> I that means that. Is that the mad. name you actually used, or is that a name that they like changed it to because it was profanity? No, I was mad that it wouldn't let me uh, put any profanity in the name, so I was like, "Well, I will just name him profanity." See, uh, in the in the video game storyline, the horse that I had was like a really beautiful black color, and so I named it Roach, which is like a reference to the Witcher game series because in that game. Well, and the book, and the movie, and the soon-to-be uh, TV series. Roach is always his horse's name, no matter which horse it is. <laughs> he always names every horse Roach. 
So I was like, oh, that'd be funny. I'll just name it Roach. Ended up becoming very attached to that horse. And then throughout the storyline, your horse dies and there's nothing you can do about it. And it's just like, no! Um, That's terrible. Yeah. Don't approve. You Holy really shit. want to just kill kill yourself? That that's that's a good way to get really ramped up for it. There's a David, fucking, what are you doing? There's a guy on a like canoe. <laughs> You're fighting with a man in a canoe. Well, I'm gonna try to shoot him. Can I take his boat? <laughs> Did I send you guys the picture of me riding a boro? My honor level has I decreased. I don't know. I don't think so. Well, I probably should. Whatever. Yes, please. Um, yeah, I was right. at one point. I was like, "Oh, I want to get a, a a pack mule," and I wanted to name him Peanut the Pack Mule. A cute name. But it wouldn't like let me packing keep him. peanuts. I know, right? Yeah, I get it. I get it. They, they wouldn't let me keep him. That's rude. I know. You would have stolen him. I mean, taken I, care of him. In fairness, I did steal him from a guy, but you know, whatever. Shut up. I, I mean, can't take this guy's boat. I, this is supposed to be realistic. Why can't you steal his boat, David? I don't know. It wouldn't let me. I'm... I like how we were talking about Red Dead Redemption, so David just started playing Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I, was like, I, I remember this game. Kind of. All right, bro. Well, I'm pretty we gotta, rusty. We got to get you on here at some point, and we got to do. Uh, we got to get Posse up and uh, go belly button it up. Yeah, so what is the Posse thing like? I'm assuming that basically all it really means is like you you're agreeing with somebody else that you know online to team up, and it like if someone attacks you, it alerts your other friends that they're being attacked. You can complete missions together, and it like literally pulls you into the storylines together. So like it shows both of you in the cutscenes, and like it's pretty cool actually. That's. A really cool integration. Yeah, yeah um, sweet. it really like I, I I was telling my buddy I'm like I don't even want to play any of these missions without you because it's more fun to just play them with a buddy. So like I've just been trying to level up by going out and hunting and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, it's actually yeah. pretty cool, especially when the cutscenes come in and like you see your characters in there and all that stuff. It's pretty pretty glorious with my glistening belly. <laughs> <sighs> But yeah, I think oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> I tried to like lasso a fucking elk, but it like ran off into the water. Well, you gotta be strong enough to handle it too, bro. Well, that's definitely not the case. You can only you can hold them for so long, but then they like wear you out. You can see it like taking your energy down, your stamina drops. Yeah, you gotta know when to hold them and know when to it's pull. True, them. Jessica mm-hmm. knows what's up. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, well, David. I, it's not swimming anymore because I fucking shot it. Oh. Stupid animal. <laughs> Stupid animal. <laughs> Sorry, what's um, up? You should uh, definitely t- listen to some Coulter Wall is his name. My buddy was like, dude, you gotta listen to this while you're playing the game. And uh, this guy is amazing. He's like, he's only in his like his 30s or something and he sounds like some old-timey cowboy. It's wonderful. I have like a place in my heart for old western movies and like spaghetti westerns and shit like that so any western thing I'm like hell yes I I feel like 
I I don't have uh like I don't really have a connection to yeah. them. Like I, I don't have that like immediate thought of someone. Like I know my grandpa likes Louis Lamore books and that's about it. Um but I also feel like I tend to enjoy Westerns when I am like introduced yeah. to them. Like as stories. Some of them, you know, they're just so I don't know. There, there, there's something about that time period that really intrigues me. And like, even just like what our government was doing, where they're like, hey, man, uh, we got to settle the West. Otherwise, the Spanish might try and take it back over. So if you just go out there, we'll give you like a fuckload of land for free. Fine. It's going to work out for everybody. I'm even sure. Alaska, they still pay their uh, citizens to be there. Do you know this? Like no, a few grand a year or something. Yeah, right? it's depend. It depends on how I mean, much that's... property you own and stuff like that. But it, it's a dividend paid out by the um, the uh, oil sales. But uh, yeah, it's it's like anywhere from like a a thousand to two thousand dollars. shit! Good lord! Municipalities and communities in Alaska that are like the only place in the fucking country that do not have E nine one one for their phone service. <laughs> so when you call nine one one, you like get legitimately patched to like a dispatch center, God. like old school style. I think if you live out in the middle of nowhere, Alaska, you pretty much just commit yourself to the fact that if you fall and break your leg, you're dying out there. <laughs> one can only hope. <laughs> Oh, God, I can't imagine dying in the woods in Alaska. It's like, all right, will I pass out before the bears maul me to death? I don't know, but hopefully. I hope so. Because wolves, they go for the genitals and the necks, and you don't want want to have your nuts ripped off while you're still conscious. (laughs) Wait, are we talking about Alaska or my ex? (laughs) (laughs) Well, if we were talking about chimpanzees, Joe Rogan would wake up in the middle of the night and freak out a little bit. What night doesn't that happen? Uh, Jessica, Joe Rogan is known for freaking out about chimpanzees. Like in a good way or a bad way? I don't just go like YouTube, like Joe Rogan and chimpanzees. There's like all these, like, he brings it up a shitload and that's why everybody makes fun of him for it. Because... He's always like, bro, bro, you don't even know, bro. It's like, I mean, seriously, though, he makes he makes kind of macho versions versions of the point. But it's I mean, yeah, chimpanzees are fucking terrifying. I don't care what anybody says. Also, just in general, like I love animals, a lot of them, all of them, really. I don't get the thing where people are like super into monkeys of any kind, like. I, I don't get that. It's kind of weird. They're like, it, like it, I, to me, it feels like it goes almost into like uncanny valley. Like they're like us, but too much like us and not enough like us or something. Well, let me just uh, let me just say this: the one of the first times I remember hearing about like a really bad chimpanzee story was the person that they um they raised the chimpanzee. Mm-hmm. And they, like, uh, trained it and, like, raised it and, like, rehabilitated it. And they, like, released it into, like, a habitat. 
And this yeah. this camera crew decided to like meet up with the guy <laughs> so that he could come back and see it after like a year or whatever of of time that it had been in the habitat, and it would be like a reunion thing, right? Well, they yeah. couldn't use the footage because the fucking chimpanzee attacked the guy and his wife or girlfriend, ripped out the guy's testicles, and if I remember right, uh, pushed in the the woman's eyes and then bit their faces and stuff like that. Oh, God. Like, absolutely fucking mauled them immediately, like, right off the bat. So it's just like, yeah, you know. I love animals, but I also, and granted, if, if my dog wanted to fuck me up, my dog could fuck me up. But uh, I just feel like I have a way better chance with my dog than I do with chimpanzee. <laughs> Fair. Although, in the chimp's defense, the dude totally should not have abandoned him and then shown up with another person. That's just rude. Yeah, he's, he's been like, like thinking about this for a year, like I'm going to fucking rip his goddamn balls off. It's like I used to get ice cream every night and watch Netflix on the couch for this dude. Now I'm in this goddamn fucking jungle. It's hot as shit. Nothing to fucking eat. Oh, yeah. Make friends. Sure. I have so much in common. Yeah, have you fucking looked at these? None of them have seen You looked at these other disgusting chimpanzees? These fuckers grew up outdoors. I'm a fucking air conditioned chimpanzee, you son of a bitch. No, I. Dude, I just. They're so strong. Like. Like, if you ever, like, look up the stats on, like, what Neanderthals would have been like, like, it's insane. Like, these fucking, well, relative giants that just had, like, the strength of apes, but bigger brains. And it's just, like, if you think about that, that's fucking terrifying. Like, if they hadn't been wiped out, they probably could have wiped us out. (laughs) Yeah. Um, that's a little bit scary. David, are you still alive? Did you give up on Red Dead? Um, yeah, I gave up on it. Well, we're gonna have to posse up, bro. One of these times. Yeah. Plus, I think it's to posse up, which is that's just and belly button yeah. gang. Whoop whoop. I don't get that though. What's that about? It's because okay, like when you make your character, you can choose what you want your character to look like and what they're wearing and whatever you choose, that's your character you start off with and the clothes are all free and all that stuff when you choose it. But you can't like go back and change that stuff. And uh, so when I was making my character, it just was cracking me up that the guy, I just basically put suspenders on him and a fucking duster. And so he was just like, had this big old greasy belly button hanging out. And it just made me laugh the entire time. And so I started playing with my friend and I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm getting rid of this duster and I'm just going shirtless all the time because it's way funnier that way. So I got rid of that and I was just like, you know, riding through the mountains with no shirt on. And uh, like in every fucking, you know, uh, cin- cinematic shot, you know, <laughs> you can think of all the times that these guys spent in these like cinematic shots where you and your characters are, are in the shots. And every time it just cracks me up to see this big, grisly, greasy guy with a belly button come into the shot. And so my buddy couldn't handle it anymore. He was laughing too hard about it. He's like, dude, I'm redoing my character. Your character has so much like true characterness. And so he went and made a character that has no shirt as well. So now we call it the belly button gang. So nice. yeah, that's, that's our posse. Bro, you don't want to fuck with the belly button gang. They'll kill you just for your hat. 
So, can you steal my hat, like, legitimately? Yeah, you can steal anybody's hat. Just fucking knock them out, or just tackle them, or hog tie them, or just take their hat. Well, like, I don't you won't stay. Steal my hat. Like, it only stay there as long as, like, you're wearing it, but if, like, you got it knocked off you, you wouldn't be able to, like, put it back on from your inventory or anything like that. Oh, okay. No, nobody... And if your hat gets stolen, like, you can just go back into your inventory and put it back on. Okay, I see. I was getting a little bit worried there. I didn't know. <laughs> You're like, I don't want to wear this hat. Somebody from the belly button gang might see this and want and want my green skin hat, which is yeah. definitely a possibility. I'm like, well, now it's well, now happen. I know that David's part. He's he's cool with it. So I, if I saw David and I didn't know that it was David, I, and I saw a coonskin hat, you bet your ass I would have fucking hog tied him and stabbed him in the woods and taken his hat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you still can. As one does. There was there's one cut I mean... scene where like this guy's like you capture him and he's got this sweet snakeskin hat and he's like. He's like, just just put my hat on somebody else's body and tell him you caught me. And it's like, oh, bro, I'm thinking I'm going to just kill you and take that fucking hat. <laughs> but they don't let you do it. <sighs> Damn it. Just, come on. Don't don't let me do it. Don't let me do it in one scene and not in another scene. There's no continuity. Why would my crazy person take Colonel Sanders hat and not take a snakeskin hat? Jesus. Yeah, that's that's just silly like they didn't even think about this option. Plus, they don't know who they're talking to. I am a leather hat connoisseur. <laughs> Particularly of the virtual yeah, variety. Yeah, exactly. Only the finest digitized hats on my character's head. Actually, that's not true. I'm, I'm really leaning into the grungy, dirty, disgustingness of my character. and It works well in not having to spend <laughs> any of their fake money by not having to buy any clothes or upgrades. So the dirtier and more disgusting he looks, the better. I mean, his name's Butter Johnson. You can't get past that. Butter Johnson. Butter Johnson. I, I appreciate that. Okay. <laughs> Butter, Butter is a good and terrible name. Oh, yeah. And it sounds like some disgusting character's name. Like, yeah. like what do they call him? They call him Butter Johnson. Yeah. Like, I just... Why do they call him that? You don't want to know. Because <laughs> yeah. um, he has the to whole line time his legs and butter to get his pants on. The whole time that they're telling about it, like he's he's far enough away from the circle at the uh, fire pit that there's just a little bit of light on his face, and he's just sc- <laughs> sitting there in the corner, staring at you, kind of like circling his belly button with his finger. <laughs> Who's that over there? That's butter. Butter Johnson. Oh, yeah. And uh, I don't know if you were paying attention earlier, Jessica, or if you heard this, but my horse's name is Katy Perry, and it's a male horse. Oh, oh that's glorious. Yay. Yeah. I approve. Yeah. Um, so there is that, too. Oh, guys, we actually put in some time tonight. Because we, we talked we, about important Only things. the most important things. Um. I didn't get our guests this week, but uh, they were not feeling well. But I brought them all up to speed and told them how to get the app, so we may get one of these soon. Is it going to be a surprise? 
Uh, it's Bar- it's Barack Obama. I you know I didn't want to hold it any longer. It's Barack Obama. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. Um, He's from Chicago, you did right? Say Barack Obama, no, right? Barack it's Barack-a. B-R-A-K-A-B-A-M-A. Uh, He's an alien. His name's yeah. Makes sense. He's an insectoid alien. Barack. Mm. It's just yeah. kind of a coincidence that he just has the same name. <clears throat> yep. Makes sense. Uh, should we leave it here, fellas? David, do you have an Oscar Pistorius joke you want to throw in there? No, but I did find a really interesting element for my Oscar Pistorius Halloween costume that I'm going to try to put together. Oh, yeah? What's that? Is it a gold Uh, medal that someone's going to take away from you? No, I'm actually just going to shoot Jess the next time she goes to the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. You need to be in the bathroom, and you need to shoot anything that's on the other side of the door. Oh fuck! I forgot. I got it all mixed up. Wrong way around. You should, David. You should just make your um your Halloween costume should just consist of a door that just goes in front of you. <laughs> you just walk around with that all night. Um. um all right. Well, fuck. Actually, hang on. So I was sort of joking, but also sort of serious. Uh huh. Um. These things are called Skyrunner Adult Kangaroo Shoes. <laughs> What realistically, they're like three hundred dollars, so I am not really gonna be able to afford to be Oscar Pistorius for Halloween. <laughs> oh <year>. my god! <laughs> but they're so fucking sweet. I think it's a good idea. Um, yeah, that's uh, what are the what are those for? Like, what do you actually? <laughs> what's the point of them? It says exercising uh, shoe, but why would anybody exercise on those? I basically think it's to like show up people that have moon shoes and think they're cool. You're like, what? Moon shoes, bitch? Check out my fucking Oscar Pistorius shoes. I don't think anybody's had moon shoes since the 1980s, David. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, yeah, that's probably a good point. The entire stock of moon shoes are distributed evenly at Goodwills in every town. (laughs) Shoes are in plenty of basements as well. Museums. Yeah, definitely. I hope so. Uh, Well, David, uh, I wish you the best on your Oscar Pistorius uh, outfit. But uh, I'm a little worried for Jess. So, Jess, keep your head down. Yeah. I usually do. All right. Trying to sneak up on me. Let's wrap it up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bye. Bye.